I got invited to an awesome event next month. I can't wait. What? I Did know. you get a plus one? Yeah. Oh, what's the hesitation about? <laughs> I already offered it to someone. <laughs> this is some bullshit. <laughs> I think we can this, probably get you invited too. This is some book. You know what? Check your I DMs. Mike, as much as you know that I am recording this in protest. And my friendship is in protest. What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and theringer.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. It's kind of a celebrity food news today. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock, Mike, and talk about it. 30 minutes. It's a celebrity food news in that it's a lot of celebrity-related news. Mm-hmm. So we're not starting there, but we shall be ending there. Also, we'll be making a cameo from one of our favorite websites. I'm very excited. <laughs> Let's go. First story from the New York Post. Can always rely on them for something ridiculous. There's a woman in England who is eating for free by basically accepting all of the supermarkets rejected food because it's like about to expire or something like that. She, this is actually a topic we've kind of hit on before with um, the rotisserie chickens, but her name is Jill. She lives in Northampton and she goes to the, <laughs> she goes to the grocery store and she gets free stuff like lamb chops, chickens, ready meals, curries, apple pies, and fancy chocolates that would otherwise be going in the dumpster. So she's a free again, Jacoby. I love it. I've, so just you tell me okay. if you do this too or if I'm alone. Okay. You spend a lot of your time just sort of hypothesizing what you would do if you were broken hungry. No, I don't. I spend so like whenever I see like outdoor dining, I'm like, if I was broken hungry, I would just grab that hamburger off the plate and run and there'd be no problem. If I was broken hungry, I would stand at the back of a supermarket and when things get expired and they throw them away, they're only like four days past expiration. That is when I will take this opportunity. Now, I don't want to make light of people that are actually broken hungry, which has a terrible state to be in. But it's something that I hypothetically do in my head often. That's pretty weird. I mean, 
Okay, cool. Like, I, I'm glad you have a survival plan. It sounds like you're good to go. Um, in the zombie apocalypse, I feel like some of these skills would apply as well. So I'm really happy for you. But no, I don't think about that. Uh, I think I have like other fears. Like, I don't know. We, we've all got them. But then that's not one of mine. But it's really s- smart by you. Like, I, I don't know. That, that sounds like a plan. Where would be your go-to like grocery store that you'd stand outside of to get the, the free food? I would, I would leave the city. You know what I mean? Because we really, because I think in England, in Northampton, England, she's, she mentions this dumpster situation. So you, yeah. then you've got the space, you've got a parking lot, you've got a dumpster, you're just going to hang out there. You probably made friends with the person who brings the food to the dumpster who might even like filter it for you. So I think that you have to be outside of the city in order to do this. I disagree. Dumpster diving definitely exists in New York. It just might be smellier. It, yeah, it's just smellier and dirtier and grosser. <laughs> okay. So you want a, like a luxury dumpster diving experience is what you're saying? Yes, okay. very much so. All right. I do think you can get a lot of good produce. People throw that away, like mm-hmm. when you really don't have to. So I don't know. And packaged foods as well. Like, yeah. Like like a, like I, a, okay. This is a good question. A sell by date. How much do you adhere to the sell by date versus a use by date? Because I always feel like a sell by is like for liability, liability, essentially like sell this by this date. Otherwise it could be bad. And it's like, there's no liability for the company after that. I treat the sell by date as if it was the use by date, Mm. because I have a particular, I I really don't like old food. Like I can't even like leave like a, like if you eat dinner and it's out for like 90 minutes to me, that's disgusting. Like I I feel like it's already covered (laughs) in mold. Do not touch that food. It needs to go into the trash immediately. However, it's a case by case thing. If we're talking about yogurt, that's different than talking about Cheez-Its. Mm-hmm. Like if it's like a, if it's a pack of Cheez-Its and it's like, Hey, this expired sell by six months ago. I'm like, forget that. I mean, these Cheez-Its. All right. Stale. You know? You're like, whatever. I could deal with that. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on next. This is basically a press release, but I just want to discuss it because that's the point of it. Kraft, the company that makes Mayo among many other things mm-hmm. was offering like fortune. Yes. The Patriots, Bob fortune, the fortune tellers who to, analyze like instead of your palm like how you how you smear your mayonnaise on your sandwich or whatever bread you're putting it on and it's basically to like help you get through mercury being in retrograde and i'm just like where do these ideas come from like who was exactly where i was going who was in the boardroom and is like let's play off of astrology with our mayo well, the, the astrology peg in the first place, like of all the possible pegs to come out with a press release, Mercury being in retrograde would probably be like number 1,755 on my list. Honestly. It's really weird. I guess it's a TikTok thing. Like they're trying to go viral on TikTok because food is popular mm. there. Um, but I just can't imagine anyone being like, let's look at how you, how you, you know, smear your mayo i don't know just very and, and strange also, first of all i don't even believe in mercury being in retrograde having any effect on human behavior on me Earth, neither i don't one. believe in astrology i don't at all whatsoever but i certainly don't believe the way you spread your mayo could be, could, could be sort of used as a catalyst for sort of to tell my future have you ever have you ever gone to a psychic like no. seen the, a neon psychic sign in the window no. and gone in no no. I've never either. I've Nor. never ever in my life. I haven't consulted once. a medium. It's not something I'm interested in. So I've never no. done that. I would do it. I'm no thanks. Guess. It's just like, I just, I just don't want to do that. No, thanks. Me neither. Also, I just don't see how this would go viral. Like, yes, we were talking about it because we saw it in the news, but mm. I don't like, you know, I'm vaguely familiar with like food trends on TikTok. I don't know how this would like take off. Like what's the moment you hope for that? You're like, Oh, this is going to go viral. I, I don't know. 
Good point. Like in the meeting, it's like, this is going to go viral. Everyone's going to be spreading mayonnaise on their sandwiches on TikTok. And then it's going to be interpreted. It's going to become this new love language for the younger generation. Like, no, it's not. It's also particularly no, weird it's not. because mayonnaise is very infrequently like visible when you're eating something with mayonnaise on it. It's like mm. you, you fold your sandwich or you put the pieces of bread together or it's mixed into a salad. Like mayonnaise is not a strong visual. Nothing about this makes sense. How long is your mayonnaise exposed? before it is it is squished into something like, so short seconds, like so seconds. short yeah i also seconds. i love mayonnaise it's a very divisive comment condiment but i'm all ooh, in on ooh. it okay great question related to a previous question from julia Littman. let's say you make a sandwich you love mayonnaise okay. you put mayonnaise in it. i also like to put ground pepper on my mayonnaise mayonnaise and pepper great flavor combination you take that sandwich you mm-hmm. put it in your purse mm-hmm. right how yes. long does that sandwich have before it is no longer able to be consumed long time for me Oh, 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 no, give me a number. Give me a number. Uh, up I'm to thinking, six hours. Oh, God. No <laughs> okay, here, here's my here's my two points of reasoning. First of all, one of my favorite things to eat is a six hours? Yeah, is a bodega deli sandwich of lettuce, mm-hmm. tomato, sorry, ham and cheese, lettuce, tomato, mayo on a roll. And like as that gets a little bit goopy after it's been sitting for a while, like that's when I like to eat it. When the cheese has gotten a little melty and the mayonnaise has gotten into the bread, it's like so fucking delicious. I've been having this since I was a very young child. You want you want cheese melted by just like natural yeah. sunlight and room yes. temperature and not just sunlight, like purse, not sunlight, purse room humidity. temperature. That's yes. what you're into. Yes, that's what I want. Number so like, two. You, you get the sandwich made, and then you're just like, let me just let this marinate for a second. It's like a yes. fine wine. It needs to yeah. like air out. It needs yes. to aerate. It needs to just, it needs to breathe a little bit and live. And then the, the different ingredients need to sort of co-mingle and coagulate together. Yes, that's exactly. The saying. co-mingling is essential God. to my experience. So that's number God. one. Number two, mayonnaise. It's not refrigerated at the grocery store. Ma- room temperature mayonnaise sits on the shelf for a really long time. It is in the ketchup aisle. So it is not mm. something that it, it has a long life. It does not have to be immediately refrigerated. Um, do I need to explain to you what happens when you open? Yeah, a jar I understand. Of mayonnaise and yeah, then I understand. Okay. All right, all right. But I'm just saying, like, if it doesn't have to be refrigerated at all times, I think it has a long life. That's just that's okay. Just, so, you're, so, all right. So, next time I make a, a mayonnaise laden sandwich at 11 a.m., I'm gonna bring it to your house at 5 p.m. And say, like, here, here, Juliet, here's this turkey I club would eat I made it. you. I would eat oh, it. God. I think, I think like a, a one, th- like a two and a half hours is ideal. You know what else is really good when you get like a pinwheel sandwich and it, it's been like part of catering and it's been like sitting out for like 90 minutes? I'm like, yeah, I like a room temperature sandwich. God, I, I, I know you so well, but I learned so much about you during this podcast. Oh, God. Let's move on. Next. I think we talked about this last week, but the problems for Jif continue. This is, this is big for you. Peanut butter. This is peanut butter. Peanut butter content is where Juliet really sings. I just really, I just consider peanut butter like so fundamental to life so that when there's peanut butter problems, it really upsets me. So Jif has a salmonella outbreak. Thank you. I don't even eat peanut butter that often for the record, but like, I just care about it being like a, a halcyon thing. Like, I don't even have it in my house right now. I, I don't eat it. I don't have it. I don't even enjoy it. It's just no, like, a fundamental like it. part of life. Not it's my like life, reading. Yes. Just life in general. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I, I do love peanut butter and jelly. Anyway, Jif has a salmonella outbreak. And so what do I do when I hear about a food poisoning situation? Naturally, I go to Iwaspoison.com. I want to see what the, what the people are saying. 
Yes, yes, yes. I love so, IWasPoison.com so me much. Me too. So here's an update from this week. I I eat, this is from um, someone in Washington, Illinois. Uh, and I didn't even know that was a part of Illinois, but now I know. He no. purchased, he or she, I'm assuming it's a he, I don't know why. He or she purchased their uh, peanut butter at a Walmart. And this is the report. I eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at least once a week and always seem to have an upset stomach. I thought I had a gluten allergy, but it turned out to be the peanut butter. We've had this in the pantry for at least seven months, purchased sometime in the fall of 2021. Symptoms, nausea, vomiting. 20 minutes. So Jacoby, back to your question. How long are you willing to have peanut butter on your shelf before you eat it? Is Um, this part of the salmonella outbreak? Can we conclusively assume it is? We cannot. Um... However, I believe that there's some, you know, there's some smoke and there's some fire. Uh, this is something that's going to change my answer. And okay. this has come up on the pod before. My wife keeps a lot of stuff in the fridge, like bread okay. and bagels. Right. We Weird. are a peanut butter in the fridge family. Do you use natural peanut butter that has like the separation of the oil? Oh, no, no, okay. no, no. Because no, no. that would make more like, sense. What, what am I, a rich guy? When I, when I, when I live in California? What are we talking about? <laughs> Right. Well, I just need to know because that there's a little bit more of an explanation to that, but I, I agree. Well, do you think where your wife, you know, if you guys were had separate kitchens, would you keep your peanut butter in the fridge? First of all, I love the idea of having separate kitchens. I don't think that's, I don't think that's financially feasible, but it's amazing. Just his and hers kitchens, just like, <laughs> well, like closets. Like, you know, when you get rich, you have two closets in the yes, primary bedroom. Like of course, yeah. that, that's goals. I want that for kitchens too. Just like, you stay out of my kitchen with your dirtiness well, and my clean kitchen will be over here. It's kind of like uh, Orthodox people or Jews who keep kosher. They need to have like two sets of things. Like they have one for meat and one for dairy. Never the twain shall meet. And so mm. it's kind of similar to that. So you just need to get a home that was previously occupied by Orthodox or kosher people. I would not bat a fake eyelash at seven month old peanut butter that's been staying in my fridge for seven months. See, I have I have a harder time. Well, I will go through mayo much faster. I have a harder time with peanut butter that's been open for seven months than mayonnaise out of the fridge for three hours. Hmm. Well, that's perfectly normal. <laughs> I don't know. Just... Go, go to iwaspoison.com and search mayonnaise and see what comes up. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> funny you mentioned that. I was looking for a search function. I couldn't find one because oh, I, want, I wanted to search for Jeff. Do they have an email? Is there like a yes. administrator at iwaspoison.com? Also, because that and I will write a strongly worded email. It's going to be like 4,000 words. It's going to go back to my Grantland days. Like this is an actually very updated website because when I went to it today, there was a, like a header on the top of it that said, I was poisoned was recently featured in the press due to a search in illness reports for hashtag lucky charms breakfast cereal hmm. um so, do you think that means mentioned on the food news podcast i featured in the press <laughs> I, I hope so that would be awesome <laughs> you, let's, you let's, can, i'm gonna reach out to the administrator you, you put me on an email with the administrators of i was poison.com and, and i will respond with thunder i will say they use like a tagging system so you could it's sort of like twitter you can click on a tag mm. and so i clicked on gif and then it says may 24th and may 2022 jm smucker recalled several gif peanut butter products dude blah 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 so, people really go on i was poison.com yes. it was definitely a dude too you know it what was I mean? like, like, women are too smart to do this it's a heavily trafficked website i'm so glad we discovered it it's like now a huge a huge part of my life just like peanut butter yeah huge parts of juliet's life the peanut butter bodegas Knowing that it's out there is just really important to me. You know, it's kind of like one of the Mm -hmm. things that make you believe that the world is stable. And for me, it's peanut butter being foundational. Okay, moving on. It's Memorial Day weekend. Happy hashtag MDW, a hashtag that cropped up a few years ago on Instagram that I do not approve, but whatever. Here we are. It sounds like airport call letters. Seriously. Yeah, I think that actually is the call letters from Midway Airport in uh, in (laughs) Chicago. (laughs) Um, 
summer is the season of beer begins this press release from Miller light. But the point is they want to be a part of your entire summer dining experience. And they are now making charcoal for your charcoal grill that has beer in the coals. And this is to add a special taste to your burgers, I guess. Um, so we do a lot of these sort of like infuse this and that yeah. press release, trying to get us to talk about it. We fall for it often because often it's interesting. This product sounds good to me. Um, this I, sounds like functional. Like I like this. Yeah, I know. I, I, uh, <laughs> I just don't see myself using this. First of all, I have a gas grill, so that's a flex. Gas grill. I'm gas grill gang too. It's just I'm just too lazy for the charcoal. I can never get the heat the right way I want it with the charcoal. Like oh, buy the stacking thing. I buy the stacking thing. It doesn't really work. I've never had. I've never been good enough at grilling to be a good charcoal griller. However. I often have been grilling sometimes with charcoal and have a beer in my hand. And there's something very satisfying with the charcoal grill about pouring the beer over the meats. It makes this like sizzling sound and the smoke comes up and it's very aromatic. And I imagine that that's what they've, they've sort of replicated here. And I'm all for it. Uh, yeah. It sounds like it actually could be a, a value add. I don't really understand cooking with beer. Maybe we can learn about that on this podcast, but I feel like mm. that's what they're going for here. And like having beer in your meat or, you know, beer and burgers like a thing. I just need to learn about that. Have you, so you know about beer can chicken? No. They like put a beer can in the chicken, oh. like where the like the innards usually are to like, I guess it sort of like helps it aerate or whatever, but I do not want aluminum like baked into my meats, please. No, thank you. I do not need like the, whatever they use to print the label on there and the aluminum in there. No, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't want that either, but okay. Well, maybe we'll try this. Maybe we'll get a grill. I don't know. Should we do like, like summer events together? Like meet you in the park and we'll do some grilling. No, I'm good. Okay. See you never. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> now this is a, the, this next one is just like an FYI. Oreos and Ritz have made a product together and I really want to try it. So I I'm so excited this for about us. this. I'm it's, so excited about it's this. It's the Oreo cookie, but one side of it is a Ritz cracker and the other is the classic chocolate cook, wafer cookie from Oreo with the cream in the middle. It's so smart. Like, of course, chocolate and salty together. My are so high for this me too. thing. Me it's too. like the Better new Top Gun movie. Like, everyone tells me it's good. I'm, I'm excited about it. I need I need to experience it. That's how I feel about these Ritz crackers, Ritz Oreo crackers. What are they called? Rorios? Uh, <laughs> they're called... I, that's a great, a great point. I don't know, but I, you got to buy them online. So like, I am keeping my eyes peeled. We will be fucking trying this. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah, I love your passion for this. <laughs> oh, I'm like really excited about this. It looks so, I can so good. see it in your face. There's certain food news items that make the food news group chat. And this, this one was just like, I had to get in there. You know, and it had to absolutely had to. It just has to. All right. Next. I saw an article in Bloomberg saying pink wine season is upon us. And it was about how it's rosé season. Great. Like rosé. Mm. French only, mm -hmm. no thanks on the California rosé. It needs to be a light pink. We all got our own rules. But what really... I do, not, I do not adhere to those rules for the record, but move on. You'll have a California... You don't drink rosé, sure. Jacoby. You don't drink rosé. I will. I, I will. I mean, I, I won't, like, seek it out. But if it's around, I will enjoy a sun, sunny summer day with the rosé. Sure. Listen, I know you your know wife. She's not having a California rosé. No, she is so, not. So, do you know what I'm not afraid to do? You know what I'm what? not afraid to do? I'm not afraid to admit it either. Couple of ice cubes in there. Why not? Mm -hmm. I like Why to put not? in some seltzer. I'm all about a wine spritzer. I love a yeah. white wine spritzer or a rose spritzer. But, but I like it very cold. So I'll, yeah. I'll take a couple ice cubes in there. Not, not like a like a full thing of ice cubes and pour the rose on top, but like just a couple ice cubes just to chill it out a little bit. What's the point of drinking something if it's not made the way you like it? Like, what's the point of that? Of course, yeah. but just do your thing. You know, I support it. Anyway, 
anyway, this led me down a rabbit hole to I have learned that George Clooney and Amal Clooney, his his wife, um, bought like a chateau in in wine country in Provence. And it was under it was like contested for a year, essentially, because someone else said they had a claim on the property. So they had to like navigate that. But George and Amal now own a vineyard in Provence. That's an area that's known for making uh rosé. It's very close mm-hmm. to Chateau Miraval, which is the wine area. It's the vineyard that Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt had until Angelina Jolie sold her portion to a Russian oligarch without telling Brad Pitt, which oh, was previously no. previously covered on this podcast. And George Lucas also has a place there. So I didn't know there was like this celebrity like vortex of wine country in France, but I know that George Clooney is well versed in how to make, you know, more than a buck in the, in the, in the spirits industry. And so I have like high hopes for George Clooney Rose. Casamigos is good tequila. So Casamigos is good tequila. And, um, I, first of all, I love that you found this, you know, <laughs> like I, you, you saw a headline on Bloomberg and then you've turned into a George Lucas, Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, all like, the heavy hitters. Yes, exactly. So, and this is this to me says opportunity, right? So, I don't think this is going to be their primary homes or whatever, right? But if you opened a, a Michelin star restaurant in this area, you're gonna you're gonna have regulars with big big wallets. And I also feel like George Clooney probably tried to buy this place, went through years of litigation. Spend mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions. And it's probably just a prank so we can put up a sign to Hayes Brad Pitt. Like that, that's, <laughs> that's a great point. He is, like, this is probably a bit. That's this a great is probably point. a bit, not like a vineyard. It's an actual bit where he's going to just like build a bonfire to piss off Brad Pitt. I uh, George Clooney is known for being a prankster. So this would be an amazing one. Also, not that expensive. If you're George Clooney and you sold Casamigos for a billion dollars. Like his... Chateau estate, whatever, I think it was like $10 million. So that's like literally chump change for him. I mean, the Hold main. Hold on a second. You can yes. own a whole vineyard in Provence, France, for like the, the, the cost <laughs> of like a five bedroom penthouse apartment in Manhattan. It was 7 million euros, which is $8.3 million. Ten and it is the mansion oh. comes with, it's a 425 <laughs> acre estate, comes with a pool, tennis court, a bull pitch, vast gardens, a lake, olive grove, and a 25 acre vineyard. I kid what you is not. What's a bull pitch? How do you spell bull? <laughs> B O U L E S. Bull pitch? Bocce? Is that it's, French bocce? I think it so. Like yeah. Bocce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I it think sounds it like is. Like it's like French yeah. bocce. Um, yeah. So why are we not all living in wine country? I don't know. I, I mean, don't if, that's know. What, if that's what you get for 8 million, like what can you just get for like 800,000? You know, like it seems like probably good. And I don't know, mortgage rates aren't great right now, but it's worth exploring. George Clooney, he's really doing it right. Uh, he really is. I know. Um, okay. Next, we got to talk about the Kardashians. It's like mm-hmm. a, a lot of news came out of the Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker wedding in Italy. And I sound exasperated because I am because I hate them. However, there's well, one. Hate, bro, hate. I hate the Kardashians, all of them. I really do. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think I, that what I think the way that they sell beauty products and like uh, pretend that you could look like them by ba- buying like Kendall's uh, Kylie's makeup and Kim's skims products is like so offensive. Although I have heard skims are very good. Um, mm. I just think that like they're awful and they and like they like just blatantly lie kind of for no reason. Like when Chloe photoshopped 
her daughter going to Disneyland for like literally no reason at all. And they had to admit to it last, like last week or whatever. So crazy. Anyway, I hate them. However, they're getting Courtney and Travis are getting a lot of flack because they served a pasta course at their wedding. And it was like basically a shot of pasta. It was like one forkful of spaghetti on the large Dolce and Gabbana plate. The plate was Mm -hmm. beautiful. And many people on Twitter are like, fuck this. This is a hate crime or like, this is insane or this is pathetic, but I'm here to defend it. I, I, can't I, loved it. I, I can't, loved it. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I loved it as well because it was clearly a past app. No one was sitting with that. And if you're mm-hmm. walking around with some spaghetti, you can't have a big plate of spaghetti. You need a bite and move on. I'm sure there's plenty of other food. That seems like an appropriate amount of spaghetti at a party when you're walking around and dancing. You don't want to like carb load. If you listen to food news, you know that we love small portions. So you can taste a lot of things. You give me a full plate of spaghetti. That's what I'm eating for the next, that's it for like three hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's like, I want a bite of spaghetti because then I can have a bite of something else and I can taste nine, 10 different things at this extremely expensive, extravagant wedding. And I'm glad you brought up the plate because the plate was gorgeous. The whole the plate was, gorgeous. was amazing. Yeah, and it was this- almost like, the spaghetti was balled in such a way that you didn't have to twist it around a fork. Right. Like you was, just kind of stick the fork in, pop it in your mouth, keep it moving. It was very top chef. Wedding. It was very like, oh, here's, you know, here's your perfect bite. I was really yes. into it. I will say the like incessant social media of this wedding and the fact that it's like so much Dolce & Gabbana suggests to me that they're Dolce & Gabbana like paid them or like covered the cost for this of or course, whatever. And yeah. like, I'm just like, you have enough money. Do you have to have a free wedding in Italy? It's just like ridiculous. Whatever. Let's move on. Taste test time. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
We are trying two different popcorns and we are not trying the same one. I am trying cookie pop popcorn, which is an Oreo popcorn. It says it's made with real Oreo cookie pieces. It's allegedly low sodium. It's made in America. And I'm really excited. It also like is part of the Ryan Seacrest Foundation per the per the bag. I've never heard of this before. Cookie pop candy pop, but that's what it is. And I can't wait. That sounds really good. It's got a huge Oreo on the front. That sounds amazing. However, I got competitive and I saw that you were going with the cookie pop Oreo. And I said, how can I top that? (laughs) What flavor combination seems more natural to popcorn? What consistency? Like caramel popcorn is so popular. What if we could just up that a little bit? Enter Werther's Original Mm. Popcorn. I opened the bag. It smells amazing. I am a Werther's person. I I would never eat 20 Werther's in a row, but like a a random Werther's once in a while is a really nice treat. I have a question. I support it. Go for Jacoby. Is that that different than Cracker Jacks? Like caramel corn is... Like what, what's the variation here? Werther's to me has a different taste. It's a little bit more toffee-ish. Okay. It's like okay. a toffee. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't explain it just as a true caramel flavor. It's got a little bit of a toffee twang to it. Mm, okay. Toffee twang. Well, I'm going first because I'm hungry and this, I've been eyeing this for 30 minutes. All right. I'm oh, all it's good. Ex- oh, that was an immediate mm, response. That's good. Immediate not- response. Are there cookie, like, cookie crumbles on there? Is that how There's it cookie crumbles on each popcorn kernel. It's not too sweet. It's not too salty. It kind of tastes like cereal in a good way. I always love it when products like uh, try to, they're like low in sodium. It's like, well, of course it's it's low in sodium. It's like when Twizzlers says fat free. I'm like, okay, Twizzlers. How much sugar? Yeah, it's like, I know you weren't fried, but like, it's not like you're a health snack. Twizzlers. This is is really good. This would be an ideal plain snack for me. I just would be like, this this would hit the spot. Real good. Mm. How's yours? God damn it. Not good? No, it's just fucking caramel popcorn. Yeah. I was really yeah. excited about this. I was worried about that for you. Yeah. If I would if you would have just if you would have blind taste tested me, I'd be like, yeah, these are cracker jacks. This is, oh man. Cracker jacks are good. They're great. I bought a I, lot of a lot of stuff today that we're gonna be trying. Mm. I'm upset about this. I'm sorry, ma'am. Oh, man. I love my popcorn though. Wow. This is everyone get um, this. Cookie pop popcorn. It's great. I did this whole setup where I said I was competitive and I sold everybody on it. This is just caramel popcorn, which is great. I enjoy caramel popcorn, but this is disappointing. I can't lie. I'm going to have to also investigate the Ryan Seacrest involvement here. So more on that next week. Food news follow up. <laughs> That's a great point. Why <laughs> is Ryan Seacrest involved in Oreo popcorn? I don't know. That guy finds it's like, he's going to make money. He made money off the Kardashians <laughs> making money. All right. We have to get to my personal food news because I Instagrammed about it. Oh, really? And we don't we don't have a lot of time left. Okay. I went to Blue Bottle, which I really do infrequently, but I was just in my perpetual search for my perfect iced coffee experience. I was like, yeah, I'll give Blue Bottle a, a, a try. By the way, I did find my perfect experience. But there was a sign at Blue Bottle that said the default milk is oat milk. And oh, I groaned. I don't like it. I don't want that. And then I felt guilty and shamed. I went to the website to explore why they're doing this. And it's to like reduce their carbon footprint and like their carbon emissions. And apparently like it's making an impact, they claim. And so I can't like really hate on it that much because we do need to reduce our carbon emissions. But like, is this where we have to be making changes? Our our milk at the coffee shop? No, no. Default should never be open. That should never happen. 
it's that just is, like the no just no 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 it's also like blue bottle it's really expensive and that's gonna make it even more expensive i'm having more popcorn um and just like i i don't know what to do here i i'm i'm here's my ideal coffee situation i figured it out there's a bodega on seventh avenue and this is more of a grocery, a grocery on 7th Avenue Park Slope that sells my beloved cans of La Colombe iced mm. coffee, the Brazilian chocolatey one. Yep. I pay for it. And then I ask them, they also serve iced coffee, like from, you know, like a fountain or whatever. And I'm like, Hey, can I use a cup and some milk and just open this right now and drink it? And they're, they've let, they've let me. And I feel like that has to be a good margin for them because I'm definitely paying more Two for this can of La Colombe than it costs yep. them for me to buy their the margins inferior. are better on the coffee that they brew though yeah yes that's definitely true but and at some point you're gonna they're gonna start charging you for ice too i imagine I would, you're getting ice and milk. i would be okay with that i was actually gonna say i want to like offer them like i'll pay i would pay up to two dollars to have the full experience in their store because it's a three dollar can and i can't get like a premium iced coffee for less than five dollars in in new york anymore it's ridiculous especially if i fucking have to pay for oat milk so I want to propose that they just have an upcharge for a huge upcharge for like a little bit of milk, a paper cup and some ice. Like that seems fair. Why don't you just throw some mayo in there and drink it six hours later? That sounds disgusting. (laughs) Oh, that's disgusting. Okay. Mayonnaise and coffee. Listen, we're running out of time. So I need you to help me with my personal food. I'm I'm having a bit of a crisis, not just because my wife is gone. But when my wife is gone, I cook for the kids, but I'm not going to cook for myself. So I end up just going downstairs to my local restaurant, and I've been eating the same disgusting salad for two nights in a row now. It's like food, it's like food pills. It's like medicine. Awful. I'm trying to be healthy. I don't want wings or burgers or fries or pasta. So I'm eating a quinoa salad with beets, grilled chicken, and like it's like a it's like a, a mixed side of like romaine lettuce, and it's got pumpkin seeds. And I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. I'm trying to convince myself that I'm healthy. But one thing I've learned is anytime you eat healthy, it just means that two or three hours later you're going to eat unhealthy. Tell me to not do this anymore. Walk Jacoby, you you got to stop. Okay, I am going to find a chopped for you. If you want to have a salad, there's a chopped near your office. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. 30 seconds. Oh, deliver. Great call. It's on Pine Street. They will deliver. Um, it uh, closes at five, but that's okay for my own standards. But <laughs> you'll, you'll get a salad at four o'clock and eat it for dinner at like seven or eight. Yeah, totally. Dressing on the side. Dressing yeah, dress, on the side. Dressing on the okay. side. Uh, I think you just like, you need to think about some staples where, you know, you can feel good about it and just bite the bullet and, you know, use, use Instacart or whatever is your delivery of choice. But if you want to have salad, go to chopped, it'll be better. Another personal food news. I did Uber eats this week and I haven't done it in a long time. It is so much better now. Again, this is like totally like, like, Hey, have you seen the Sopranos? It's amazing. But like they used to just fill up a trunk with whatever they had and be like, this is what we got today. Remember that from <laughs> yes. the Grantland days? Yeah, it's like, yeah, we got just like the anywhere you want to eat in the world, we'll go get it and bring it to you. I prefer the old way. I like the old way. It's like, you're no. too much. Too many options is overwhelming. Remember when they did that at the Grantland office? Yeah, it was guys, great. It was when they first started. It was like, guys, Uber Eats has those Italian sandwiches today. Yeah, let's the Godmother from Bay Cities. Yeah, yeah exactly. it would take like three like, hours. Seven <laughs> some guy will come. He'll literally open up his trunk. These sandwiches were made like yesterday. So it's perfect for you and your perfect weird for me. mayo stuff. Yeah. But also like it would take so long. So and it, long. They would never be able to find our building. It was always a disaster. 
Those sandwiches were good, though. Shout out to those sandwiches. I love Bay Cities in LA, Santa Monica. So good. Thank you, Mike Wargon, for another great rundown. Thank you, David Jacoby, for playing the popcorn competition game. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week.